0: Today is November 30th, and we've got some voicemails and some baseball and some Yankees things to discuss. Let's do it. Let's talk about the Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Recaps galore, weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes, Get your Yankees news with Five dudes,
1: it. it's time for talking yanks. Talking yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Talking yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake.
0: Hello and welcome. We hope each and every one of you had a fantastic Thanksgiving and are excited to have you join us. For another episode of Talking Yanks My name is Jimmy And sitting next to me is Jake In the corner, producer Bug Bug Dude And the three of us celebrated Thanksgiving And Jake, rank our Thanksgivings One through three Oh,
1: Golly Um, I'm three Okay, wow Tough That's start Tough family. start, yeah Uh, great times Um I think year one, BBD's two. Okay, thanks. Yeah.
0: I would have put myself three.
1: I mean, I 20 hours of driving kind of takes me out pretty easily.
0: But not you didn't drive on Thanksgiving Day? No. Oh, I, I was didn't. just thinking Thanksgiving Day.
1: Oh, the day itself. Uh, yeah, I still think the ranking stand. Okay, cool. Noodle almost ate a little kid. Tighter gaps. Tighter gaps How close was Noodle a, to eating a little kid? Always been a theme on this podcast Well, so there was kind of a perfect storm Where uh, uh, Jess's folks Have, one of Jess's cousins Just moved to the neighborhood They have some little kids So they came over the night before And they met Noodle And he was hot at first But then he chilled out And it was like, okay, this is good They come over the second day And they're like dressed up Because families do that And, uh Right before the kids came over Which again, is gonna, you're going to run hot for 10 minutes Everyone's going to be tested I mean, one good bump and we're having mm-hmm. a bad time Right before the little kids walk in the door There's a group of deer out on the back Outside the back Ooh. porch So Noodle is going Ham, straight up geared from baloney He turns around He doesn't even notice the kids are there One of the kids is petting him He turns to see the kid he just goes nuts. The kids, and they're little kids, so they've been like craving noodle. All they talked about for twenty four hours was seeing noodle again. And then uh, the little boy was like, "I'm scared of him." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, you should be. He's yeah. Giant dog, bigger than you, basically are. a dinosaur." So, um,
0: great Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah. Baby D, do you agree that yours was second place in Jake's ranking?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think mine was fine. So okay, stands.
0: And for the next hour, high. we will rank. The Yankees' Thanksgiving. Every
2: Yankees' Thanksgiving. Yeah. I fell and hurt my elbow.
0: Ooh. Ooh. That That's fine. Just okay. scraped it. Scraped it? Where'd you fall? What were you playing? Basketball in the driveway?
2: Basically, yeah.
0: Okay. Did your bro- fell like
2: an idiot. Did your brother give you a little
1: muscle and you fell, or did you just um, left, to try to go behind the back? didn't
2: purposefully make contact, but it, it just happened and my body's not built to touch anyone anymore.
1: Cuts to BBD's head on Nate Robinson's body. Ooh. LOL reference. What were you reference. doing? Did you see a dog? Did you eat?
0: Ate food, played Jeez. golf, played disc golf. Got the My parents have this electric foot massager thing. Oh. So it's it's like 2 25 minute sessions a day minimum. Wow. Gross. It's so nice. Nice. We got to get one. Jake, Katie, and I budgeted our whole lives. Huge! It's exciting. Turns out we spend less than we make each month, which we didn't think. We didn't know how that was going to pan out. Yeah, when we went through it, but we're safe there. All right. All right. Cool. Who do you think had the best Thanksgiving on the Yankees? Ooh. It's Cece. Well, he's not a Yankee
1: anymore. Not on the Yankees. Damn. I feel like Cole, the Coles always roll out a, every holiday, the Coles roll out a picture and you're like, oh, you're perfect. They're a magazine. Couple. You're perfect. Yeah. 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 Um, Sessa and Chapman on vacation.
0: Yeah. How about that? <laughs> so that's fun. How about that? How'd that happen? <laughs> I, same, mean, I mean, state, Sessa's been the Yankee for like six years now. Yeah. Five years. Sessa's the longest tenured Yankee. People forget that. That's a lie. Twenty fifteen. I think. It, I think he made his debut with the Yanks in twenty fifteen. Am I Am I wrong there?
2: I think you're right. I mean, he's up there for longest tenured. Overall, Cessa, Gardner's not on the Yankees.
0: Yeah, Gardner's on the Yankees. So then it's like Higgy. So it's Higgy. Oh, Higster. Well, well it depends MLB, on might Not MLB. Judge.
2: He's up there. Sessa, Sessa might have him beat. Be. I think he does.
0: Is Sessa the longest- Is tenured? Sessa
1: currently the longest-tenured Yankee? Because my joke- debuted
2: 2016. Okay. Might be. I guess Gary technically, like, showed up in 2015 for two games.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it
1: Gary? Like, on the I MLB
2: roster. Like, MLB,
0: Yankee, first game. Could be.
1: Hot topic it's in is Tanaka's Yankee not right a Yankee right now. right now. Yeah, Tanaka's
0: not there. Um- I mean Chad Green's with Sessa, right? So he's 16 as well. Wow. Yes. Baseball moves quick.
2: Hicks didn't come till 16.
0: All right. You know what we need to do to solve this real quick? Just go to the 2015 Yankees roster. I was right. trying to figure out the quickest way to solve this dilemma. McCann, Tex, Stephen Drew, Dee, Dee Chase, Gardy, Ellsbury, Beltran, Arod. Chris Young, Greg Bird, J.R. Murphy, Garrett Jones, Brendan Ryan, uh, Ref Snyder, Ackley, Heathcott, Mason Williams, Gary Sanchez. That's the only okay. one so far. Austin Romine, Tanaka, not currently with us. Same right. with Gardner. So yeah. those are easy when they get back. Well. Uh, Nathan Avaldi, Cece Sabathia, Adam Warren. Ooh. 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 Currently not with the team. Yeah, but. Cash did say wasn't. he will be back, <laughs> and Warren made his debut with the Yankees in 2012. So if he signs, he's the longest Yankee we have, because then it's... Okay, Sevy played in 2015, too. Oh, Ooh, so it's Savvy. okay. Sevy still a Yankee.
1: Ah. So who came up? Sevy came up before Gary?
0: Yeah, Gary came up at the right. very end of September, and then was on the playoff roster Damn. for that wild card game. Sevi made his debut August 5th, 2015. If we're doing longest time
2: in the organization, since Gardy's not here technically, I think it goes Higgy and I believe Anduhar's second.
0: And that's a five-year span. We're doing 2015 to 2020, and we have Gary and Sevi. Yeah, so it's like a year. five and
1: a half because it'll be going into 2021. But yeah, and like Gary didn't... Really I mean, come yeah. up, but we don't
0: even have a like. Seve yeah. is the only solid
2: answer.
1: Yeah. That's pretty nuts. That That's is pretty nuts. nuts. How about that? There was a Yankees chat we didn't know we were gonna have. Severino's kind of not been on the team for two years.
0: Yeah. Cool. 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 Is that the episode? Yeah, I think we finally figured it out, and we'll be out. Higgy, Higgy, yeah, but Higgy made his debut in twenty seventeen. 2017, yeah. What do he's we He's been with the organization forever, but then, I don't know. We got some voicemails today. I mean, there are yeah. some, there's nothing going on. Yeah. All of the quote-unquote rumors are, like, not even rumors. Like, yeah. not even dressed up as rumors. They're just like, maybe this yeah. might be a
1: thing. Now, like, the tweet I just saw was like, the Reds want a shortstop. It's like, oh, huge. Happy for Cincinnati. Uh, Mike Miner got signed to the Royals. Yesterday So if you had him On your Yankees Offseason plan Sorry And yeah Someone left a good A good note In the comments Um, I think it was My same dude Who originally had The Brett Gardner Will be batting Third And playing for the Yankees Even if a piano Falls on him But uh, He said The hitter Because The biggest hitter contract So far Has been Josh Harrison One year One million one year, one million. The hitters haven't done anything yet. A couple pitchers have gotten paid. The hitters haven't done anything yet, and we're coming up on that December second deadline, the non-tender deadline. So yeah, we'll be
0: recording Wednesday, but at noon, and the deadline I think is later
1: in the it's day. Eight p.m.
0: It's eight p.m. So I, you know, maybe we'd talk about that then. Yeah, because we're still gonna have a um, lot of time talking.
1: So you know, a cup, a couple more guys should hit free agency. I mean, it shouldn't be an influx, but there should be a couple more bodies. And I, I think the analysis there would be, you know, if there's a couple more options, that might change a couple teams' free agent plans. So we haven't seen a lot of movements on hitters. Still, the big rumor is that the Yankees and Lemayhu seem like they're happening. I, you know, there was a a Blue Jays rumor this morning that they're eyeing Colton Wong because they think. That DJ to the Yankees is pretty much happening. So that's kind of where it's at. Hopefully, the hitters market starts moving a little bit, and you know, hopefully, we we start getting some some juicy Yank stuff.
0: It'd be nice, a little Christmas present. I thought I thought baseball was going to give us something Thanksgiving weekend. Throw something out there, yeah. just like, but the only thing was one team eliminated like sixty employees. Yeah. it
2: was uh, the real Muto. Thing which we'll talk
1: about talking baseball. Yeah, the Phillies like basically said that they lost two billion dollars and they won't sign him.
0: Did you read that? That was a typo. That then like the New York Post had to like correct. Oh, really? And everyone's like, well, great because that's going to change. People only read headlines, so yeah. like you really can't fuck that up. Yeah, I think it was two million.
1: And by the way, I don't think it takes him out. It's a, it's <clears> kind <throat> of an odd free agency. I mean, Bower's the top pitcher. We always talk about setting the market when it comes to free agency. Well, I'm,
0: yeah, I want to talk about Morton. And mm. what does that mean for Tanaka?
1: Yeah. Um
0: yeah. That, the Braves signed kinda... the Braves signed Charlie Morton to a one year deal for fifteen million dollars. So my thing is how does that affect Tanaka's deal? I don't want to say
1: unique examples, because again, free agency, money talks. Charlie Morton's a veteran. He's at the point where he's ring chasing. He's also got some Wants to say local stuff <laughs> Um, Tanaka actually have some Similar stuff there I have no Idea what Masahiro Tanaka wants Man like if Masahiro Tanaka dropped A a four year 15 per with the Yankees I wouldn't be surprised It could be a one year 15 per I wouldn't Be surprised you know I, uh, I Have no idea what he wants Or his family wants again if if you didn't listen to the Eric Kratz interview, go listen to it. But again, Tanaka's got a lot of moving parts in his life. His wife is very famous. He's he's from another country where he's more famous there than he is here. So like Masahiro Tanaka's got a lot of moving parts. Um, I don't think the Charlie Morton number surprised us at all, really. No. Um. I mean, that's because you had it. You had it pegged from the start, anyways. But um, no. I mean it. You know, if if it was one year for 15, I don't think any of us would flinch. I think in the back of our heads, we were kind of thinking a lower number for Tanaka. But at the same time, it's starting pitching still sells. Mike Miner just got a multi-year contract, which we didn't think was going to be happening this year. Drew Smiley got paid. So, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, still no idea how the, the Masa stuff sorts out. I know it, uh, we are no... We are nowhere near at grips that Masir Tanaka is not going to be a Yankee. And I don't know if I'll be at the office today if that happens.
0: I'm looking at Morgan versus Tanaka in the last four years. I'm trying to think when do, if you're signing either of these guys, you're not taking the 2016 season into account. No. I wonder if you're really even taking the 2017. No. What do you think, the last two years? Yeah, it's two years and then it... Because their it, last four years are very
1: similar. Two, it's like two years and then meets analytics. Like, are they still throwing hard? Are they yeah. still... Because
2: this year was so weird, I guess you take
1: you go back to 18, you put a little more stock yeah. in it. Yeah. They both
0: work. have started 42... They both have pitched in 42 games in the last two years. At the
1: same time, look at Drew Smiley. I mean, <laughs> you know, those... They don't take anything in the yeah. last three <laughs> weeks. Yeah. So.
0: That's kind of, but they are like, there's some similar stuff here. Morton's hit 16 batters. Tank only four last two years. Ooh, rude. Tank's got a worse ERA. Well,
1: ERA doesn't really matter. Okay.
0: Yeah. Still praying for Tank and DJ. We got some voicemails. Let's go straight to these guys.
3: Hey, this is Tim from Chicago. I haven't called in for a while. Um, offseason got me thinking. Um, definitely don't, definitely got to keep Gary. I don't know if he's the future, future catcher. Um, I think he will do a little bit better. We're also seeing him going to the Dominican yeah. Republic and playing, so at least he's trying. He knows he had a bad year. But I would also look into, uh, Brian McCann. He was from the White Sox last year. Two years ago, he was an all star. This past year, he caught Giolito's, um, no hitter. And I have a bunch of buddies that are White Sox fans, and they were saying that, like, He's a huge clubhouse presence. He was, like, one of the like the main guys, good leadership on the team. Um, I think it would be good for Gary. And, and if Gary does have a slumpy year again, like, he can start every game. Um, just figuring out what you guys would think. Um, and I think he would work really well with Cole. And, obviously, that would mean getting rid of picky. But we also got a bunch of young guys coming up. So, what are you guys thinking?
0: Part two of the question?
3: Hey, guys. Tim from Chicago again. Um, I realize I said Brian McCann. I'm James McCann um, When I think of McCann, I just think of Brian McCann All the time But I um, had to correct that I knew I was talking about James McCann And uh hope you guys are doing great And uh, looking forward to this offseason Alright, bye
0: I mean, it is kind of nonsense that we have Two McCann catchers in yeah. baseball Like right after each It's rude one. It's confusing By the sport Yeah Nuts Kind of on James Uh, James McCann had some really good years, and they do talk about his leadership. They say, like, he's – like, I mean, Gia Lito gave him a lot of credit for the no-hitter, and we've heard that a lot. They brought in Grandal, so McCann kind of got bumped. What did he play a lot last year? Let's see.
1: So, I mean, he got some run of catcher. He only played half the games last year, but he – He raked, and he he hit pretty well the season before, 118 games, 18 home runs, a 789 OPS, which, again, for a catcher, had him as an all-star last year. So he's a weird free agency. He's clearly the second-best catcher on the market. I I started stumbling into setting the market before. You know, normally the best starting pitcher sets the pitching market. That's Bauer this year, and he's got a whole bunch of unique stuff going on. Springer, I think, is kind of the consensus – Best, youngest, biggest contract Position player, he's going to set The market that way And then, it's the catcher We rarely see a primo Primo catcher hit the market JT Realmuto. he's setting the market In his own ways, and McCann Is basically going to follow him And he's, he's not going to get a similar contract Because he does not have the same track record But over the past year You know, two seasons Which is 149 games Which again is insane Uh, He's got an 808 OPS And he is loved You mentioned the Giolito no-hitter The first thing he did was, you know, shout out McCann And, uh, you know, it's one of those weird things That, you know, a catcher normally has This strong position on a team They're connected to the staff They're they're part of the hitters They're, you know, a a connect-the-dot piece In the clubhouse, offensively, defensively They get beat up where, you know, I think kind of like when Miguel Andujar moved away from third and we saw Gio Urshela, if the Yankees' next big-time catcher is a defensive stud, like we're going to look at some of the Gary tape and their tape and be like, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> like it's, yeah. you know, we 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 have been brainwashed to a degree. That being said, uh, you know, my stance on Gary's the same. We're in bed with him. Hey, maybe I'm proved wrong. From it,
0: 2018 to 2020. Gary Sanchez versus McCann OPS plus. Um What are you thinking? So I have 8 18 19 20. 18. So
1: unfortunately McC- I have McCann stats in front of me and I see that he had a pretty bad 2018. So I, I mean I would guess McCann oh, I Yeah. I would guess McCann is around 100 OPS plus and Gary's probably like
0: 110. No. McCann is 89 and Gary's 99. There you go. So um, both bad stats, I guess. 2018 was really bad for McCann.
1: Yeah, and I'm guys, McCann, you know, I know we're all excited for new catchers. Go look at McCann's stats. He's not a safe bet by any means. He's 30 years old. He's got one f- full season of being a decent player. And that's that's where this catcher thing and how many times have you guys heard us say compare Gary Sanchez to catchers and and you're going to like him a lot more. So Well, not recently.
0: Still not recently.
1: Still not recently, but I mean, man, even last year as a whole, Gary Sanchez's hitting numbers as a catcher are really good. Not this, not 2020, 2019. Um, you know, he even, he had a really bad finish to the season, but his numbers compared to catchers were good in 2019. I know he's been bad for a while. The defense is never going to be elite. He's shown spackles of it. I mean, wherever Gary's arbitration number is going to be, 5 million, 6 million, is that what we think or we've It's going to be a
2: raise from 5 million.
1: It's going to be a raise from $5 million. So let's say it's seven, which I, I think is kind of at the edge of it. A one-year $7 million risk on Gary Sanchez is still going to be better than giving out a contract or just moving on for nothing. So I still think we're in bed. Hey, maybe I get proven wrong in, in the next 48 hours and they non-tender him. Seems really doubtful. Um, I do, and this just gets really tricky, Jim, because I, I think if I was playing a video game, You know, when the Yachty thing Originally got thrown out there It does trigger something in my head That's like, that would be a blast Like, defensive angry Yachty and Gary And, you know, that could turn into a fun thing Could turn into a bad thing You know, we're also in in bed with Higgy a little bit The Yankees organization loves Higgy We love Higgy That I don't think anything's going to happen At the catching position I think there's going to be a lot of talk about it But it's going to be Gary and Higgy
0: I agree because you got to make a big move otherwise. McCann's 30? McCann's 30. He's older. What would you have to pay for him? There's a, I mean, people are getting real upset with us because I we posted the video of me saying like you'd be dumb not to do it. And then the Yankees came out and said like of course Gary's coming back. Right. They defended him a little too much. Michael K went <laughs> off. I don't know if you saw any of that. Okay, like went off on Boone. Yeah. Like ripped him apart. It's yeah. Which is, I get what Kay's doing, but I also get what Boone's doing, but there is a middle ground somewhere where, like, come on, you can't just be, like, I don't know, maybe that's what we do. He was awful. He's been awful. Yeah. No, he's. But but you're not going to sell him for nothing when there's, the value could still be there. Like, if he's awful for the first half of 2021, then. It's time. Then you, you, it's dump and run and bring in someone new and, but. Even then, you're going to trade him or get rid of him for nothing. Yeah. Like, you almost got to ride Gary. Uh, these are the options in my mind. Either okay. he plays himself back to being good, and at that point, you can use him in a trade if you have a better option down the line, or Gary's good he's again, good. so play him. Or he gets so bad, he gets DFA'd. Yeah. Because the window of trading him and getting a return isn't open, and it if he continues the way he's been playing, it's never going to open. Yeah. So I- you would DFA him.
1: I, I And mean, that's like
0: the end of this year or halfway through this year if it continues like it's that bad, but you're just not going to move him for for nothing now. And then maybe it was an injury and a weird season and a slump and he's better.
1: I I think I had my weird Jakey shower comparison thought last night. Oh okay. okay. So, you know, let's say the Yankees are a company. Let's be let's be crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gary Sanchez is a salesman. Mm-hmm. And Gary Sanchez was really good at selling the most important thing Hitting home runs
0: Okay, I got gotcha. you He was
1: kind of bad at some of the other stuff You know, there was some some other side insurances he wasn't great about He wouldn't
0: send invoices
1: Yeah, like, you know, his, his expense reports he was bad at Sloppy. Just straight bad at blocking And now he's kind of gone into this thing where he's not He's not really selling anything No And, you know, he's sad We as a company are sad
0: just a legacy employee at this time.
1: But, you know, it's this it's this last effort. Are you going to let him go to a competitor and maybe he's reinvigorated and now he's selling against your company and he looks great? It's like, "No, let's give this one more shot." And if you walk away saying like, "Man, we we gave it every every ounce." You it was a 60 game season last
0: year. But it was bad for all most of 2019. For the end of for the
1: end of 2019.
0: End of 2018
1: And yeah it's looked weird And there's there's some factors Velo has gone up The shifting on Gary has has gotten a lot better And has deemed him, rendered him useless in some degree So I get it There is some special pop in that bat Let's see if we can make it work Because guess what It's If there was a litany of catching options out there If there was 15 free agents Who are, you know, good and you can make an argument against Gary, yeah, you know, it's probably time to move on. There's not. That doesn't exist. We are next season away. If Gary Sanchez puts together his 2019 season, which is how possible would you say that is?
0: Yeah, pretty possible. That's not going to really do anything. But,
1: I mean, that makes him – if Gary Sanchez can do what he did in 2019, that makes him a top – 5 catching option? Top 10
0: worst case? It does. 841 OPS, 118 OPS plus. But I wouldn't. I would need more than that. Okay. Or a different recipe to get there. Yeah. The 316 on base percentage and 230 batting average. I, I know he still amounts to a high OPS, but day in, day out. You could never rely on him. You could never plug him into the top half of the lineup. He would just—he gets his he home runs throughout the course of the year. He got—I I, mean—he got a little—he ran hot and cold.
1: Um, and again, that—that finish—or actually, did he get hot towards the end? He had one bad slump. Was it August? I—I I forget. I'm—I'm I'm looking at the numbers now. But uh, yeah, man, I—I I agree with what you're saying. And again, it—it it ties into. You know, the people that said Gary was a DH forever? Well, you guys were arguing that saying Gary is a bad defensive catcher and we've done that dance enough, I won't do it. Maybe it is durability. I mean, maybe Gary's body can't hold up behind a plate for a full season and he does have to look into a career DHing or, I mean, does he have to move to first base? I don't know. Uh, if that makes him hit how he used to hit, then yeah, that is a career thing Gary would have to look into. But I think for now... He's, you know, he turns 28 on December 2nd, so the Yanks are not going to non-tender him on their birthday. What do people think is going to happen? Happy birthday, you're non-tendered?
0: His birthday's coming out? December, December 2nd. 2nd? Cut day. That's a great, that's a great strategic birthday It's a storyline. <laughs> Good job, Gary. That's the that best smart. move he's done so far. All right.
2: The, the other things to consider with Gary, one, he's, now, just two years away from free agency anyway. So he does, like, 2019 again. And there's just one more year. You sit through it. If he's bad again, whatever, he's free agent, you let him go. Also, like, he's going to be 28 for this season. In baseball, it's very common for guys to finally, like, put it all together at 28. So, like, I don't know. There's, there's like, there's
0: reasons to bet on the tools for one more year if he's bad again. Um, yeah. yeah. Just doesn't have value to trade right now. Yeah. But I'm going to put a kibosh on Gary Talk. We'll do it after the DFA or after the non-tender deadline, and then unless there's news, no more of these combos. I feel like we've done them like three ups in a row now. Yeah. Um, Dude.
1: Ugh. This
0: is actually wild. I'll show you.
1: Uh, Gary splits from the 2019 season. He was great, except in July. OPS is by month. April, March, 980. May, 979. June, good, good. 824. good. July, 358. How many games did he play? 15 games. 358? 102 batting average. Yikes. August, 978 OPS. September, October, 851 OPS. So for every month, he was a really good hitter. 15 except games in June? Ju- July, where he was a disaster. July? 15
0: games in July. I mean,
1: dude, like, just looking at it. We look at Baseball Reference a lot. It's almost like
0: so those like he was hurt. Those fourteen games started in July tanked his entire twenty nineteen stats. If he was hurt and playing on a nagging injury and they just sat him down, his final stats would be you like
1: know, he might have a nine hundred OPS.
0: Well, easily which quick, is unreal quick math. For it'd a be catcher. like a, be like a nine oh five OPS. Batting average still isn't going to be great. It's going to be around two. 50, which is good for a catcher. So 14 games in July killed his 2019. (laughs) That's tough. Which is a really weird way to scope
1: things. And, hey, again, now when we'd use those stats, we're starting to become, you know, probably too far of Gary defenders. But he also has that in the tank, and there's probably three other catchers that do have that in the tank. And they're not available. Well, Real Muto is available, but we're not paying for him.
0: We're not paying for him. We got other stuff to pay for Hats. Badges. Laundry bill. Wear a pro- union just by saying so. All right, thanks. Yeah, thanks. I always break in the newsies. Thanks, Brian McCann. Just looking at Ice-T and Gary Sanchez Jr. in a Twitter f- yeah. fight right now, calling each other little bitches. Mm. It's pretty funny. Next voicemail. But before we go to the next voicemail, how about a little Ad. Ad. For ourselves, watchings. John Boy and Jake TV is a YouTube channel. I think it gets posted on Facebook as well. I'm not positive. But the YouTube channel, most importantly, every Monday, every Friday, we think. Definitely one Monday or one Friday. I think we're going to get back to every Monday and Friday. Bad start to the ad read, Jimmy. Yeah. Watching baggage, watching old shows. We did uh, MTV Singled Out is the show that's out today, which was a wild trip deep into the 90s. And the the genre there. But basically just watching funny stuff, taking it in, reacting. It's growing like crazy right now. The biggest selling point is wives, husbands, spouses. I said this the last time I did an ad for it, Mm. and I got a lot of responses like, yeah, that's what I watch with my wife. Yeah. (laughs) Who says, oh, this is the baseball guys you like? This is funny. I'll watch this. So if you ever need uh, something to watch, just throw on. It's like 20 minutes, and they're fun. How about that? How about that? Next voicemail.
1: James,
2: Jacob, it's already checking in. I miss you. I hope I get to see you next year. Uh, Anyways, here's what I wanted to talk about. Um, So, it has to do with analytics and pitching. And I do believe in the analytics. I do believe that if you're a strikeout pitcher, you're more likely to do better because of BABIP and all that nonsense. But here's the problem. You only have seven, maybe when the roster expansion comes, eight pitchers in the bullpen. You know, uh, throughout a season, throughout a week, that adds up. You know, you only have a starter who can go five innings. That's four bullpen innings a game, uh, six games a week. That's 24 bullpen innings a week of guys who can only throw strikeouts. Those pitches add up. At the end of the season, you look like the Rays did in the World Series. You're burnt out. So I, I feel like no one's talking about that that specifically, though, like the cumulative burnout. So I wanted to hear what you guys thought about it. All right. Can't wait to hear it. Love you. Bye.
0: It is a – thanks, Artie. It is a really bad recipe. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're if you going to do all these bullpen innings and you're also going to make your bullpen just all strikeout, guys, that's a bad formula. Yeah. Because you're just going to burn them out. We're seeing this everywhere now. That's why, you know, Britain's actually a really good get because he can throw some ground balls. Uh, he can go – you can save them. But, yeah, I mean, the – The Holders and the Warrens, if they could be, like, really consistent, they'd be so valuable.
1: Sessa in 2019.
0: He's kind of a strikeout guy. Not to the
1: degree as the other guys. I mean, he's got good stuff, and when he's right, he's right, but.
0: I think he pitches like he's a strikeout guy. Okay. He doesn't pitch to contact. But maybe that's where Nick Nelson, Mike Mike King can help out next season. You you need someone that can go multiple innings and induce some contact and some swings and get some quick outs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a baseball. This baseball
1: is a living, breathing thing. You know, it's constantly evolving shifts, home runs, blah, blah, blah. Like we're, we're about to see more evolution. And this is, this is where I kind of get frustrated, Jim. And it ties into how the Yankees kind of handle their guys. Like, You know, we've seen Zach Britton pitch two innings, and he can, and we've seen Chad Green stretched out, but we've seen the Yankees do it way too strategically. Like, they'll do that one Chad Green 40-pitch inning before the playoffs just to make sure he's got it and then rest him up like – You kind of need that in a season now You kind of need guys to pitch two innings And the way I think baseball is going to go Is we've all seen it Starting pitchers two times through the order It was the whole thing in the World Series with Blake Snell You know Starting pitchers are asked to go two times through the lineup And you know if, If a game's a blowout you try to get a little more If not you're going to the bullpen I think the future of bullpen guys Is you have to be able to go two innings You have to be able to go through a lineup once and I think the Yankees have those guys, but they kind of refuse to do it. I mean, we've seen Tommy Canely had pitched multiple innings in the past. Britton, Chad Green. like The Yankees, whatever formula they have, and, you know, we know what it is. We think their formula is more rested, better. I think they do need to stretch these guys out that, you know, if if you can get three innings out of a, a Chad Green if he's if he's mowing dudes down one day and he's out for the next three days, you, that can be worthwhile because you might have just saved two other arms. And they can pitch back-to-back days if you need them. So I I think the Yankees are probably recalculating uh, their bullpen philosophy a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to look to the Sessa and the holders and you know, I'm sure there's also bullpen numbers that if a bullpen guy comes out for the second innings, his stat goes down, and the Yankees have those, and they don't want to do it. So, it's
0: uh, I, wasn't I, that Holder? Who was that? Was it oh, Chad Green or there, was it Holder? There was one year where Holder his second
1: it, innings were a disaster. I used
0: to I used to tweet out the stats. Yeah. like
1: second inning Holder was a nightmare. But I I just think, and again, it's kind of where I think the Yankees are are getting left behind a little bit. Is you should have one. Maybe each team should have one guy in their bullpen who can only pitch one inning. And that should be Chapman, who can <laughs> the Yankees stretch him out further in the playoffs. Um, but again, go look at the race. Every guy in that they don't have a one inning guy. Any guy in their bullpen is more than willing to pitch two innings at any given time.
0: It and it was Betansis.
1: That's how they end up saving Patansis was there, already says Holder in 18. Um you know, I, I think the Yankees, we've we've said this phrase a lot. It's, you know, the Yankees sometimes need to not be the Yankees. And I think the bullpen's a great example of that.
0: Yeah. It, 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 but it's cross baseball. Like, the Yankees are just kind of follow, following the formula that a lot of teams are following with big weapons in the pen.
1: Yes, but also the Yankees have a lot of high-paid guys, the Adovinos and Britons, that they treat as one-inning guys where the Rays would never do that. Like, Fairbanks, Castillo, Anderson, those guys are ready to go two innings at a moment's notice.
0: They just need to develop the way they use Nick Nelson, but, yeah. like, develop him into a guy you could use when you're up. But then you have to be up big to use those guys. <laughs> and yeah,
1: he you know, Nick Nelson's got pretty cool stuff, but he might not be good. He Well, hey, baseball's a six sport and he may never be good. His stuff looks good enough that... You know, Nick Nelson might be good in 2022, but we'll deal with that when 2022 comes.
0: Oh, hell no! <laughs> <laughs> New sound soundbite. That's good. Had to drop it. So good. Ah, uh, yeah. Nelson pitched 20 innings, man. Pretty,
3: pretty
1: nuts. 60 game season, so you go to, uh, you go to 120 games, and that's 40 innings, and then you go to another 60 would be 180, but that's 11 unrealistic, games. Unrealistic. So yeah, I mean.
0: I hope he's real good. I'm not saying him. I'm just saying you need someone yeah. to be that role for you. Length. Adam Warren.
1: <clears throat> but they only Yankee. use
0: those guys in losses.
1: Right. And I think that's part of the problem. And that's where
0: 20- And I kind of agree with that because I get mad when they use those guys in close games. But the Yankees do that a lot. And that's where 29- 2019 tricky situation. When 2019
1: was happening and the Yankees were racking up wins, it was... It was kind of perfect formula Like the Yankees would mix in a blowout win And then they could save the bullpen And it's like That 2019 season was sweet Because again, that was coming off of the year We were pissed at Boone for not going to the good bullpen enough A, we didn't have enough good bullpen this year So I'm I'm still hoping I really hope Cashman does some puppetry And I, I don't know if we have a starting pitcher voicemail But I end up saying this every offseason now So I need to find another way to do it But how much does Brian Cashman believe in this young core The Mike Kings, the Clark Schmitz, the Nick Nelsons um, Who else am I missing coming up in the bullpen? Like the Yachuris ya Like I don't think he Yahoo-ray. does Mickey Yahoo. Um We like him Between bringing in, you know, a veteran starting pitcher Veteran in the bullpen who's more proven Because Yanks got thin last year I mean, we were going, hey Chad Britton, Chappie If uh, who's, if we've got a pitch in the sixth inning, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not a good feeling.
0: Sess's breakout year. We do have a voicemail about starting pitchers, but I'm not sure it's the direction you want to go. Okay.
1: Hey,
2: this is Brett Hale. Um, missed the live streams, and I miss baseball. Got me thinking um, from Instagram here. Who do you think would win in a fashion show, Garrett Cole's wife or
1: Tanaka's wife? Oh. Um, Go Yankees.
0: I thought, I didn't know we were doing wives here. I thought we were doing men, and Tanaka would trounce Cole.
1: Yeah, we'll pass on the wives question. They tie the first place, and that's obvious. (sighs) Yeah, because you know there's some, how about this?
0: So sometimes what I do is I go, I I Google Masahiro Tanaka, right? I go to his Wikipedia and then I copy and paste the Japanese characters and I start a Google search. Okay. Then I go to Google Translate and I type in suit or sexy. We'll do sexy, right, in English. And I want to find out what the characters are in Japanese and then I copy and paste those and now i'm in japanese internet where i've searched tanaka sexy and then i go images and you know this is just a saturday (laughs) night
1: for me yeah tanaka sexy i think you have
0: to search it in the japanese character so you get the real good stuff so
1: a couple things um steve cohen just dubbed andy martino and continues his hot streak of running the internet um
0: So I tried to warn. I, I, what can you tell me that? I tried to warn Mets beat writers like, dude, like he's coming for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he's doing a great job. Uh, Tanaka is going to take more outfit risks, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Tanaka's not scared to go with a funky pair of sunglasses or maybe a scarf. I think Garrett, you know, if we're doing a true fashion show, there's going to be some outfits where Garrett just says, I'm, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. I think Tanaka's more open. I think that gives him a higher risk, higher reward. So, you know, I'm probably going 60-40 Tanaka if they they have 10 fashion offs. I'm taking Tanaka 6 out of 10 times. Um, I mean, Cole's look is strong, and he owns it. I think Tanaka has more versatility.
0: Tanaka could wear the same thing over and over again, and you'd be like...
1: Oh, so you're almost going the exact opposite of me. You have Tanaka in the same outfit every time, just saying, like, let the chips fall where
0: they may. Tanaka puts on his one suit, does his hair nice, stands there with his watch on, Okay. and Cole is a constant revolving door of, like, walks out. You know, like, in, like... (laughs) Tanaka gets in his You know, like, movie scenes where they're trying to find the dress for prom, and the girl walks out, and everyone goes, No! And then she's like, okay, and then she walks out, straight like this, and they're like... No! Yeah. And then finally, that's Cole. Yeah. yeah. And Tanaka's just staying there.
1: Yeah. No, I, okay. So that's what it is. I mean, they're, I think they're going like pretty much every other. And then about the fifth time, Cole realizes Tanaka's going same outfit every time, starts getting in his head.
0: Yes. Starts yeah, yeah. getting in yes. his yeah, head. Yeah, he comes out. It's like, you know, going rock, paper, scissors against someone who's just throwing rock
1: constantly. Yeah.
0: And then like somehow you throw rock as well. And you're, now you're just tying, but he counts it as a loss. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I have him wearing this suit and tie combo the whole time.
1: That's a good look for him. I kind of, oh my God, I look, that men's ex. Look how tough he looks there. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, that's what Cole's staring down. Yeah.
1: Again, end of the Kratz interview if you didn't listen to it some good Tanaka stuff.
0: We should get that on a soundbite. Just Kratz saying, I am famous too. And Tanaka I was thinking voice. that pre-show. Yeah. yeah. That should be good. I need All right. Next, next uh, voicemail.
3: Hey guys, Gary from Bridgewater here. Looking forward to seeing you at some Somerset Patriots games next year. Pumped to have a double a team right around the corner. Curious who you guys thought would be most negatively impacted by no minor league season this year. Who really missed out on that development time facing live hitters? Um, You know, maybe they didn't get enough work in Scranton or didn't get any work at all. Uh, Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Jake doesn't suck. Bye.
0: I don't really have a lot of thanks for the call. I don't have a lot of names I can go off right away, but um, the catcher.
1: The draft Austin pick, Wells? Austin Wells, yeah, he was, he was actually who I was going to say I mean, first round draft pick, we kind of thought they'd invite him to camp almost as a like
0: Some teams did that, yeah You're
1: the first round pick, and he's supposed to, his hitting is supposed to kind of be there um, And that's where I'm still kind of surprised, because all the stories we heard from the summer camp stuff sound pretty legit Like, we, uh, we interviewed Jake Odorizzi on Talking Baseball and uh, Kirillov, their top prospect who got the start in the playoff game for them, it was his first playoff game. Odo was like, Yeah, we faced off every day because Odo-, Odo Rizzi was rehabbing at the alternate site. And so that's where, like, I was going to put Estevan Florial in that camp because he's been the name for so many years. And, you know, everything says he's rough around the edges, he needs more reps, and he's had injuries where, you know, I wonder if this was a great year for Florial. He was playing with major leaguers pretty much every day and getting the work in and seeing the Yankees pitchers at the alternate site where, you know, I, I think that's where you flip a coin and you make arguments. Was it, you know, did would Estefan Florial have gotten better experience playing high A and double A baseball games? Or did or did Estevan Florial get better experience being at the alternate site and doing stuff with major leaguers every day? I lean the ladder. So I, I think it's probably good for Florial and yeah I think you know Austin Wells jumps out or uh, I mean are there young pitching prospects who didn't make the cut that would be your only lean right
2: I would assume even them like they can they get to throw bullpens and stuff and A lot something. of them made it
0: a lot of them made it
2: I assume the arms they believe like in made long it, term made it.
0: right it's The uh like the, the bats you have away that... I, I just went to the Yankees top 10 top 10 Prospects that have bats in their hands Sure Ezekiel Duran Your guy Alberto is his middle name I mean he's 20 years old And he was in A-ball In 2019 And kind of lit it up At least power wise 13 home runs More than me In 66 games So he didn't get any at-bats Another guy is Oswald Peraza Which we talked about him He just got on the 40 man Right Up He didn't play at all in 2020. Um, And then there was two others. Alexander Vargas, a Cuban shortstop in the system. He's – well, he was 17-year-olds in 2019, so he's maybe 19. He's young, so a lot of time to still continue to develop. Yeah. And then the other one is Kevin Alcantara, and he's 17 years old too. So the Yankees' like next wave of guys, if they make it there, is very young. Yeah, I mean – The Martian – um, Alcantara is a teenager. Vargas is a teenager. Peraza twenty. The,
1: the sneaky way to go around it is the guys who probably got hurt the most were AAA, A borderline major league guys that if a full season had happened and there were injuries and stuff, they might get the call and come up. And like that kind of wasn't available this year. Is all like forty man and yeah. Where's Trey Ambergie
0: right now? They don't have him. Fangraphs doesn't have him like on the Yankees. Anything you know drives me nuts.
1: Could be any one of us.
0: Trey, and How do you even spell his name?
1: A. M. B. U.
2: R. G. E. Y. Baseball references his current team is still the Yankees.
0: Parentheses. My. How do you spell Trey?
2: T. R. E. Y.
0: He doesn't even pop up for me.
2: Yeah, I don't think he has a Wikipedia yet.
0: But I'm doing that into baseball reference and it like won't auto-populate. And then look, I searched it, Trey Ambergie, and it says no results. I hate you. Maybe baseball reference has blocked me.
1: Yeah, from Trey Ambergy.
0: That doesn't seem fair. It really doesn't. Come on, guys. So there you go. So are we still with the Yanks?
2: According to this, his his full name. His full name, on, he, he goes by Trey. Mm. His full name is Tommy Wayne Ambergy.
0: Should we get him on the pod?
1: I think we should have access to him. Really sneaky. How to old me. is and Trey the rules Ambergy. are we 26. can call him anytime. Yes, he's twenty six. That is an interesting note, BVD, because my counter was going to be like, oh, maybe he's Tommy Wayne Ambergie the third, and that's why he goes by
2: Trey, but. I mean, maybe Baseball Reference doesn't have him listed that way. And yeah. Tommy being the first name
1: is great. Tommy Wayne Hambury. We always
0: end up here. He went to the same high school as Trey Turner.
1: <laughs> T-R-E-A. Yes. I'm pretty
0: freaked out. By That's this got me thing. a little freaked out. Yeah. I went to click his high school page on baseball mm. reference to see if there's any other players from his high school that ever went pro. And the only other guy is also named Trey. I've got an update. And Trey Ambergie's first name isn't even Trey. Did they play together? 30 second timeout. Okay. Tr- Trey
1: Ambergy, his Twitter handle is at Bergy the third. So that makes me think
0: he goes by Bergy is
1: the third. That would make sense. Baseball reference doesn't have him as the third, and he goes by Trey.
0: Does his Twitter, How did, what's his Twitter? B-U-R-G-Y? Bergy
1: the third. I don't think he has a tweet, but it was linked to his like ML, M-I-L-B thing.
0: He's never tweeted.
1: He's waiting for the right tweet.
0: His favorite Bible verse is Isaiah 4318.
1: Okay, he's liked some stuff on
0: Twitter. So he's active. No. When, when do he like stuff?
1: He liked one tweet in 2017 and one tweet uh, in September of this year.
0: Well, <laughs> what were the tweets? <laughs> one
1: well, is, one du- is
2: by a friend of a friend of ours. <laughs> yeah,
1: so one is a WWE tweet, <laughs> and the other is Steven Sousa Jr., who is on Trevor Plouffe's sequence. First uh, episode. I, only God can give you true peace. Everything else you try to put in a place of... Will feel good for a while, then fail you.
0: Okay. Second, second uh, anniversary. Second anniversary of his wedding came up recently. I think we got a. Yeah, uh, I'm messaging him more. on Instagram. Yeah. Our dad and grandpa also named Trey.
1: Well, no, it's Tommy. Because true, yeah. Is your is your Tommy, like legal name by Trey? Yeah. What's his Instagram handle?
0: Trambergy. <laughs> T W Ambergy.
1: Twambergy. Twambergy.
2: Cuz his his middle name is Wayne. Yeah, yeah, T-W- Tommy w- Wayne.
0: Uh our dad and grandma, well it should be grandpa, grandma. Also named Tommy but go by Trey.
1: So we're a little off the rails, so I'll get this anecdote in, one of one of our college friends actually. Sent Since- Um, He was dating a girl for a while Never met her Only saw her on Instagram And so her Instagram handle Had the It was her first initial Middle initial Last name But I assumed That it was first initial And last name So as a joke one time I said her last name That I thought it was With the middle initial And he lost it because he's like that's that is not her last name.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you would have called her Wamburg. Her, her last
1: yeah, her last name is Lambeth, but her middle initial is F. So I called her Flambeth.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> a funny. Addition. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so we'll update you on Trey. It so is that's shocking f- that I mean, do you think that him and how old's Trey Turner? I want to say like twenty four. Dude, Trey Turner's was born. I mean, was there high school the two Trey's? So Trey and Berge's 26. When was Trey and Berge born? 93? 94. They might have played together then at the high school. They were definitely teammates. It's Trey and Trey. The Trey's. Park Vista Community High School, Trey and Trey. Yeah. Spelled two different ways. St. Pete. So he's just like local. Maybe that's why he's always a spring training guy. Always. Live here. Can't, can't leave. All right. All right. Do we have another voice? I think we might have one more. Yeah.
3: Hey, this is Tim from Chicago uh, calling in again. I was just looking around, um, and I don't know why. I know we're linked to Lindor a lot, but I just feel like we have to give up so much for him. I guess another really, really, really high-quality shortstop that you could do for kind of the one year, but I think you wouldn't have to give up as many prospects, would be Javi Baez. Um, I know the name's just as big, but his past years haven't been and the ceiling's super high, plus he's super good defensively. I mean, the Cubs are looking to unload, like, a bunch of guys because their payroll's so high because they're not going to be able to keep these guys around for free agency. And if we like him, we can keep him around. But um, he's also a guy that can play, you know, third and second base so that it it gives them the flexibility that Cashman likes. So just wondering, like, maybe the name of Lindor is just so much that, like, you're going to have to give up a lot more. Maybe you, you save a prospect or two with uh, the bias one. All right, let me know what you think. Javi. Javi Baez.
0: If they don't get DJ, go get Lindor. I'll turn into like a sports radio caller. Yeah, you'll see us in rare form
1: if they don't re-sign DJ. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If they don't get DJ, they better have a plan. Like, like I'm not trying to knock Javi and my internet crapped out so I can't really Google or look up what I was trying to look up, but... Yeah, if it's not DJ and then they don't pivot and try to go all out and get Lindor, then fucking I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a. I, I w- you will see me become kind of like a reactionary. Like, what are we doing here?
1: You Note know I haven't referenced in a while, Jim? Parks and Rock. True. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's been uh, a long time. I was going to go with Cashman's Whiteboard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't busted out the whiteboard in a little bit One year, three year, five year plans Uh, man Lindor And part of the reason I think you'd see Jimmy and I in rare form Uh, despite my tiny Tim outfit today Man, does he cure Buy
0: me last pape
1: Does he cure a lot Of our concerns Instantly, Shortstop defense done He adds a switch hitter to the top of the lineup To finally balance things out just a little bit
0: Send Hicks back to like the 6-8 hole where he can throw
1: I mean the number of little bugs that he squashes around the way Murderer? Yeah, uh, yeah Dude hates bugs Is really exciting That being said Um you asked about Javi Baez uh, Javi does have a little more versatility in the infield um, You know, he's got the special tags And he's he's a freak uh, He's a freak athlete And he had a bad year last year And he talked about the video The new video rules a little bit He pointed to that None of the Cubs hit this year really It's that NL Central pitching uh, Tell that to Bieber Anyways Anyways uh, yeah, man. I mean, Hyde Baez is a great baseball player. If he ends up on the Yankees, <laughs> I will point out all the great stats about him and we'll get really excited.
0: Uh, I still think DJ's the number one plan. Bring back DJ.
1: Yeah, I, DJ's the plan, and it, all signs are pointing to that happening, uh, which we should be really excited about. Guy's been top five MVP the past couple of years. We would get ourselves up about Baez. Yes, the price tag should be uh, cheaper than Lindor. He's, he's been the worst of, of recent years. He, he's a different kind of player than Lindor He's a you know, low on base percentage guy So when the other stuff isn't there It all kind of falls apart And that's a little bit of what happened this year uh, The defense is good He can move around if we needed that um, No man, I'll, you know, if Javi Baez was a Yankee tomorrow Yes, the price tag would be a little cheaper than Lindor I would be googling his opposite field power <laughs> Seeing if we could tap into that a little more And yeah, I'd, I'd be really excited about it But um, I don't know If, if it's not DJ, it kind of seems like Lindor Bust And the shortstop market is really funny, man I referenced this earlier with the Reds tweet But there's Didi's out there, Simeon's out there Lindor, Baez, and Story are all in the trade market This doesn't happen for shortstop So... If the DJ thing were to fall apart, we have options, but it doesn't seem like that's happening and, you know, laboratory should have us still excited.
0: Yeah, what well, is bad for sure. Yes, so as I mean, a
1: baseball player. Oh, yeah, yeah, even
0: all around. Okay. Yeah. Um all right, I think that's it. I was going to try and find some article about the two trays tearing it up, but the internet's not working. It's not working.
1: Yeah, it's fighting me over here too. But
0: they tore it up. I mean, you think bad. they batted one too?
1: Ooh, the Trey's batting one. Probably, right? MLB players. Yeah. No, I think their coach got cute and switch up. Put put a gritty guy in between them.
0: Okay. Trey Turner,
1: gritty guy, Trey Embergie.
0: For for all of our For all of our listeners that are Padres fans listening to Talk of Yanks. You guys have someone in your system called Austin Smith. He may have been on the Trey and Trey team with them in Florida. I've
1: typed both names into the search engine. And there's an article comes up from Talk Nats, which, wow. okay. Oh, wow. Um, are we like That's colleagues? Fight. Talks about them facing Jose Fernandez and high school playoffs, so bang. Damn.
0: In the weeds. That's all, guys. Thank you very much to those who called in. Thank you very much to those who listened. We'll see you next time. See you Wednesday. We'll be discussing the the decisions the Yankees have made or are about to make regarding the 40-man roster and some other stuff. Are we doing voicemails again? If you have a voicemail, surely call in. If you have if you're too scared to use your voice, because you sound like this? Email or DM or get in touch however you want. YouTube comment.
1: O- outside of Gary, is there any anyone who's like a maybe? Find out Wednesday. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams.
0: Go Yankees.